All right, cool. Um, Splash. Splash. It was a high dive. There it is. <laughs> Took a second. Welcome back. We're here with another episode of Dice to Pixels. Dice to Pixels. This is episode 11. 11. And it is Friday night. Friday. Which means that we are up to the minute mm -hmm. with all of the week's news. Yes. Of which there's only one thing to talk about. That's a lie. There's a few. But how awful is PSVR? Uh, the absolute worst. Sarah doesn't know what we're talking about. Chad, how bad is the PSVR 2? Oh, well, <laughs> you didn't specify that before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously they uh, made some announcements this week about the PSVR 2. Uh, one of the more surprising things, uh, it's not going to be backwards compatible with any of your PSVR 1 games. I'm going to open my can right now. Okay. Get some ASMR going here. Uh, you you should have talked over it. Like you should have tried to hide it, you know. <laughs> Rem <laughs> remind me later. <laughs> Remind me later when we're off topic. Uh, I have a thing to talk about with ASMR. Right. Uh, yeah, PSVR 2. None of your existing PSVR games are going to work, apparently. Yeah. That's Which is... Weird. So I haven't found a description of why yet. I have. And you did. Uh, yes. In uh, the most recent episode of the official PlayStation podcast, Ooh. the uh, Senior Vice President of Platform Experience at PlayStation, uh, Mr. Hideki... Nishino. That title is pretentious as fuck. That's long. Can you imagine that on a business card? It would need like an extra fold. Yeah, that's no, that's how it works. It like uh, fans out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, he, uh, when asked directly about whether last gen uh, VR titles would be playable on the new headset, uh, he stated that, quote, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next generation VR experience. So in other words, there's absolutely no reason and he's just a shitheel. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there is no world. Like, I know a little bit about VR tech. I've, I've mm -hmm. written games, small ones, Nerd. and and I've been on some teams that worked on the actual hardware. I did not work on the hardware. Don't blame me. It's two screens. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag don't blame me. Just don't blame me for anything ever. Uh <laughs> It's two screens that, that are just, they're literally that at the core of it, it's two screens that you can put over whatever the fuck you want on it. Yeah. And that's how VR works. All VR works, by yeah. the way. There's no like different technologies or anything else. It's all two screens I mean, in front of your eyeballs. Really, is that anything different than those, um, what do you call them, magic viewers? Not that a we lot. Had, yeah, no. that we had no. as kids. I mean, even the, the Google Cardboard, where you, it was just like a foldable thing with a couple yeah. of lenses that you put your phone in, like that is VR. There's no other tech. Yeah. Well, not that the average consumer can buy. Yeah. Uh, so this idea that like it's not compatible, the fuck do you mean it's not compatible? Yeah. And on that, <laughs> uh, he did highlight uh, the advanced feature set of the PSVR 2 as the apparent reason uh, for the non-backwards compatibility thing, specifically the haptic feedback-ready controllers, the adaptive triggers, as well as inside-out tracking, eye tracking, among others. And then he said, quote, developing games for PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach than the original PSVR. Now, I'm looking at this like uh, PlayStation 5, right? And sure. if they had come out and said, you can't play your PlayStation 4 games on the PS5 because it's vastly superior than the PlayStation 4 and it just can't handle it kind of shit. Well, I was going to say it's a good thing that, you know, 
no other game consoles support last gen games because you can't do it without haptic feedback. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. What a dumbass thing to say. Yeah. yeah. It's like so Nintendo ridiculous. Direct, which we're gonna talk about in just a second. Yeah. Uh they just announced like all of these old classic amazing games are coming to their system. Uh, let's hope Sony never fucking buys Nintendo. Not that that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that is such a cop out answer. Yeah. Everyone who's pissed about this has every reason to be. Oh, At first I was withholding judgment because maybe they're doing something new. Maybe there's some tech that I don't know about that actually makes it, but it, it's, it it's, doesn't have haptic feedback. It's, <laughs> it's all just features that's currently in the, the PlayStation five. Right. So, I mean, if I take a PS4 game and I put it in my PS5, I can still play that PS4 game. Right. It mm -hmm. wasn't designed with haptic shit in mind. So I can still use like, actually, I don't think you can use a, the, the DualShock, the DualSense to play them. I think you have to use a PS, uh, the uh, PS4 DualShock controller, I think. Sure, sure. But me I mean, that, but like literally these controllers are all just Bluetooth controllers. Yeah. yeah. Like they could just make it work with the old control if, if they needed to. Mm -hmm. They could make it work with the old controllers. Or right? they're just even worse beings than they already have come off. And it's all just a ploy for, for, for advertisement and buzz and all that crap. Yeah. Come out with it early saying, oh, you can't do this. Yeah. And then come back later and say, oh, no, no, you totally can. Yeah. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. The PSVR 1 collection is coming to PSVR 2. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it would it would not surprise me. Sony has done some truly shady things yes. in the past. Um, so. Mega corporations doing shady things? No. I've never heard of it. Nope. No. Totally uh, unique. Especially in like the oil industry. Yep. Never heard of anyone doing something shady. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In other words, Sony's getting into the oil. No. Uh, uh, on the flip side, a company that actually uh, seems to do things. Don't don't blame me when you have some gripe with, with Nintendo. But uh, a company that seems to do things fairly correctly. Uh, Nintendo just announced, among other things, uh, all of the N64 titles that are going to be available. Yeah. Including Goldeneye, which we talked about a little while ago. Yeah, Goldeneye. Uh, this was like, Goldeneye 007 was the game, like, when you had your buddies over and you had an N64 and four controllers, like, Goldeneye, playing multiplayer Goldeneye, oh my god, it was so much fun. And now it's coming to their N64 virtual console with online play. Yeah, well, we had discussed, I don't know, a few weeks ago anyways, uh, we had talked about, would we still enjoy it? And I said, I'd probably check it out and immediately start complaining about how slow I moved. And so now we're, I put that to the test. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm totally going to grab it. I've never played it. <sighs> no one I knew had an N64. And none of my friends played video games, period. So... I didn't know that you only knew bad people when you were younger. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, next, she'll be saying they had like Sega Genesis. I knew one person with I, Sega. I had all of the above. It's yeah. not relevant. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's some really cool time. I mean, Orcarina of Time is in there, mm. which I mean, I'm not even going to say probably. Hands down, the best Zelda game mm -hmm. ever made. Pilot um, Wing 64. That I am obsessed which, with. Uh, yeah, that was your... Um, that was your big, your big, yay. I'm pretty sure it's the game, I think it is, where you could do like hang gliding 
And like it was just a whole bunch of different like flight related things. That sounds mm-hmm. And you fun. had to complete challenges, like you had okay. to fly certain obstacle courses. And if that is the game that it is, which I'm almost certain yeah. I'm thinking of the right one, I may be about to lose my job and home and life because mm-hmm. I played so much of that game. Oh my God. Well, one of the games that was announced, well, I'll, I'll <coughs> run down the list here of Nintendo uh, N64 games that are going to be coming to it. Uh, GoldenEye, obviously, is one of them. PilotWing 64 is another. They're also uh, adding Mario Party 1, 2, uh, 1 and 2 this year. And we'll, then, uh, we'll link the list. Yeah, and then next year's Party 3. But uh, one game in here, uh, I remember when this came out for N64, 1080 Snowboarding. Yeah. And I remember when this came out uh, and they had, because uh, I... There was something about uh, snowboarding games and skateboarding games back in the day, like Tony Hawk's Pro oh, Skater. Tony Hawk started yeah, it, you yeah. know. But yeah. uh, 1080 Snowboarding was really, really fun. And I remember I tried it out at a kiosk at the uh, EB Games that was in Stone Road Mall here in town. And I actually did a 1080. And it to, to it requires a lot of... It's like, tricky. Yeah. yeah, a lot of little button controller flips, whatever. But when I nailed that, I instantly bought the freaking game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it was such a good experience. Like 1080 snowboarding was such a fun experience. So that'll be cool to play that one again for sure. Yeah, I uh, I feel like it was one of the very first games that came out for N64 because I played a lot of it and it's not the sort of game I normally would have played. I'm trying to think if it came out before or after the Ram Pack when they came out with that four meg Ram Pack. Oh, good call. It might've been one of the I first ones before, after that. No, I think it was before because I remember Turok 2 was the one that Turok 2 came with the Ram Pack. Uh, yeah. You had you bought that as a bundle. We're not old, honest. No. Um, like four megs of RAM added to your system back yeah, then. It was a yeah, big deal. Right. <laughs> so it was first la- launched in Japan on June 23rd, 96, with Super Mario 64, Pilot Wings 64, and Sa- Saikuyo. Probably Hage. something Shou- that never came to Yeah. <laughs> yes in north yeah in north america six super mario and pilot wings came that was the no, least confident product pronunciation of I anything ever don't yeah um yeah pilot wings was definitely something i lost a lot of time on uh it was a great game i'm gonna play the crap out of it the only thing i'm not sure about i actually don't own any of the pro controllers or anything else for uh the switch i have a pro oh i know i know and i could get one i'm yeah. just uh some of those games and they probably figured this out before releasing them, but some of those games kind of need the N64 controller. You can get one. Oh, you can just buy can, one that yeah, hooks you up to your one. Switch? Uh, I think it's wireless, but yeah. Well, you could, obviously, it's, yeah. It's basically the N64 controller. They oh, did the same thing with uh, NES and Super NES, and yeah. I think you can get Genesis controllers as well. Why would I have even assumed, thought yeah. otherwise? Of course, they would grab more of my money through a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's cool. At least they're not I, charging um, you a, a yearly fee to actually use it. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty salty about the yearly fee. That bugs me. Uh, it bugs me a little bit. It doesn't bug me that much, though, because th- it's at least a decent library of games. Mm-hmm. So for an individual membership, I think I checked it out, and I think it said it was uh, 64 bucks a year, which is probably US, by the way. Uh, so like 400 Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but it comes with a lot of games cause that's the entire switch online and then also all of the new N64 stuff. So that, that's a, that's pretty good. That's yeah. not the worst value I've ever seen for <clears throat> world of Warcraft, uh, subscriptions. So 
<laughs> I mean, we could get into the PlayStation tiers that they've just announced as well. Oh, uh, I didn't even see those. I'm actually curious. Well, it's it, it's actually the so the normal PS Plus is I think it went up ten bucks, but then they have extra and premium. Uh, extra gives you access to like an entire game catalog that they have. Oh, like a back catalog? Uh, no, it's the their PlayStation Four Five titles. I mean, it, it's not yeah. something you have to download. Uh, the week of yeah. or the month of yeah. you, it's like always yeah. available. It, They're always available uh, as long right. as you have Kinda your like PS Plus membership. All Xbox right. Game Pass. E? No, no, no. Oh. Well, yes and no. I mean, mm. not nearly as good. I suspect yeah. is what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they have a premium version, which gives you access. The only thing that the premium gives you access to is like old games, like old oh. PS One, PS Two games. That's so weird that they did it that way. Yeah. 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 I'll have to check it out. Yeah, uh, it sounds pretty money grabbing, money grabbing Sony. Mm -hmm. So actually, we were just talking uh, during dinner. I think I might be buying an Xbox Series X. X, yes. yeah, whatever the Xerox Four C Dash F two. Like, just fucking call it the Xbox. I don't know. Yeah. Um, because I still haven't gotten a PS Five. Mm -hmm. Because Sony refuses to make enough, and uh, so I think I'm going to buy an Xbox. And Xbox, cool. the Series X seems to be more more accessible than the PlayStation 5s are. Well, in the Game Pass. I mean, yeah. the Game yeah. Pass the Game honestly Pass. is what sells yeah. me on it because yeah. I, I do have the Windows PC right here to play with. Uh, and the fact that the Game Pass does double duty. I mean, it's kind of like the Amazon Prime membership. Mm -hmm. They just keep adding more shit yeah. to the point where it's like, you get so much value for a Prime membership that it, like, I don't know many people that don't have a Prime membership. Yeah. At least one in the house. Yeah. Like it's so much value for such a small yearly fee. Exactly. I, I kind of think Game Pass has sort of turned yeah. into the same thing. Yeah. To me, like if based solely on game availability, I would totally go with Xbox over PlayStation yeah. at this point just um, for the because of Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, with that said, in order to get access to both the Windows and the Xbox Game Pass, you have to have the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Totally, package. but but even that, what's yeah. that a year? Uh, that is, it's, I think it's like two hundred a year, not even. I don't think it's two hundred a year. No, I'm saying like I think it's less than. Yeah, like um, where I think it's in the. I think what I looked, it was in the neighborhood of like fifteen bucks a month or something, which is like nothing. Yeah. To get Windows and Xbox games, like that's, again. Compared to certain subscriptions, <coughs> wow, uh, <laughs> it's good value for money. <laughs> I so I don't mind paying for for WoW because whatever WoW is an, an amazing game that they've done yeah. a lot of work on and everything else. But yep. I am still dumbfounded by the number of subscribers that Blizzard maintains for World of Warcraft. The number of the the fact that they have convinced that many people to pay what is it sixteen bucks Canadian at least a month I think it is yeah I think it's closer to almost twenty now. it might be yeah um I think maybe it's sixteen if you buy multiple months at a time yeah, or something yeah, and I'm I sure it's like twenty five cents U S uh so the fact that they've managed to keep that many people subscribed that long mm -hmm. kudos yeah. like holy shit good job uh, one hundred and eighty dollars a year. Yeah. Okay. So just under two hundred. Yeah. 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 Oh. It's yeah. Uh, fifteen dollars per month. I mean, if yeah. You, that's so, that's about what I thought. Literally, if you play through one in a, a few little games. Bit, yeah. Yeah. Boy, mm -hmm. brand new games. You're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Out, and right? if so. either Danielle or I play through two games, because I mean, 
same machine. Mm -hmm. So, and the great thing about uh, the Game Pass is like a lot of day one releases are being released on Game Pass. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. they're adding more and more like serious titles. Yeah. So I mean, if there's a game coming out that you're like, yeah, that looks good, but and you're kind of on the fence about it, it, if you have Game Pass and it comes out day one, you can give it a try then. And if it doesn't tickle your fancy, it's just okay. You've just saved yourself like fifty to seventy dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, especially yeah. like with with PlayStation, there's been instances where the gate, the hype around a game has been great. And Chad and I have gotten it on PlayStation and then we've played an hour or so of it. And it's just absolute like, why did we spend $90 on this? And you can't return it. Kim, Kingdom Come was the last game that I bought that I immediately regretted. Yeah. One of my buddies, uh, Topher, if you're watching this, bad recommendation. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I played through, first of all, Buggy is shit, mm-hmm. uh, at least for the PlayStation. Uh, he may have been playing PC. I don't know if it's, mm-hmm. anyways. I think it's better on PC. Buggy as hell. I uh, couldn't get through even the first few missions without running into significant issues. And also just not that good a game. Very mm-hmm. slow paced. Uh, it's like it was meant to be fast paced, but they managed to make it slow paced. Oh, that's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, like not like it's almost like they were trying to replicate Skyrim, but the combat is meant to be like super, super snappy, which doesn't really work because like Skyrim, you kind of run into the fray and and it's all moves pretty slow, even with even with a decent number of enemies, it all moves pretty slow. Kingdom Come is like you run into the fray and like three seconds later, you're dead, um, which doesn't really go well with a slow paced rest of the game. No. So yeah, I know did they not were, enjoy it. I know they were saying when it was, cause I read a lot of uh, articles about it when, before it was released. And I know they were going for like a more realistic kind of combat. And I think it is yeah. to be fair. Which would explain like, which would explain why it's harder. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I'd survive that long if people were shooting me with crossbows and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's probably more realistic. I took an arrow in the knee. And in fairness, it may be a great game on PC, mm-hmm. but I got the PS4 uh, version and honestly, pretty freaking garbage. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Bugs yeah. kill the game, Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. Yeah. Which incidentally, uh, I read that that is currently the most played single player game on Steam. Interesting. They mm-hmm. they apparently overcame their bullshit launch, although the PC version was never nearly as no. bad. I mean, it no. wasn't great, but the it PS5 was nearly... Version is- great ps5 version was actually i was uh i was back in the day when i was still expecting to get my pre-order from walmart Mm -hmm. fuck you walmart um the uh (laughs) i was gonna buy it in preparation because of course if you buy it for ps4 you get it for ps5 yep and then they pulled it from the store because they're like well it doesn't work well on the ps4 it's like i wasn't buying it for the ps4 (laughs) fuck you i wanted it for so anyways yeah uh but uh pc yeah i guess it was never as bad Mm -hmm. so yeah, the PS5 version, I bought it uh, when it, it was released and then they immediately discounted it. Yeah. So I think I got it for like $20. Yeah, you got it yeah. super, super like, cheap. It's super cheap. But when I, I loaded it up and I started running it, I was like blown away. Like the, it, the PS5 version is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It runs smooth. There's no like shitty jittery slowdown or pop in textures or anything. It just it runs how it was meant to fucking run. I keep meaning to play it at some point because I've, I've got a fairly good gaming PC and uh, there's no reason I can't play it. And everyone says it's, <clears throat> at least in theory, a great mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd enjoy it, though, is the problem. I feel like it, it doesn't seem, granted, I haven't looked super deeply into it because I'm not super interested in it, but 
it just feels like another open world game. Yeah, that was my problem. And, and as I said last week, um, like I don't, I don't play games for the story. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, yeah. especially open world games. Um, and to me, it's just GTA Five, but with spinners, yeah. like rim spinning rims. And yeah. and I'm not, I don't know. It's just I I'm not to, into it. I, I was talking to a friend of mine at work, um, and he's been playing 2077 uh, like a lot and mm-hmm. he's, he's loving it um he's gotten way further than me but one of the things i brought up with him is that i had a hard time getting into the getting into the story and like getting into the actual game itself like yeah. just trying to like to feel i guess motivated or yeah. you know into what the main character's quest was and all that like i just had a hard time getting into it if, that wouldn't be you know a problem I mean? for me no. no i know but it just because like i like i like a decent story in my games like i like my you know there these people put like a shit ton of time into developing games and stuff i'd like to think that a lot of the times unless it's fucking outriders fuck you outriders um <laughs> we're sassy tonight <laughs> a little but, bit. um like i i'm gonna again like I'm, i feel the same i'm gonna go back i want to go back and play it when i'm done like saints row and mm-hmm. the new destiny season and freaking <clears throat> Yeah. Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, you were super excited about that. Like, my problem right now for 2077 and really any other open world game, I bought Red Dead 2, and I still haven't played past, like, the first 10 minutes. So if I'm going to pick up an open world game... I have a confession to make. You didn't play it? I hated Red Dead Redemption 2. I didn't play it enough to find out if I liked it. I played maybe an hour or two of it, and... I just didn't feel the same charm I did with the first one. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, it's not as big a draw as 2077 because you can't sculpt your character's penis. So there's that. I mean, but Uh, really, if we really wanted to sculpt the genitalia of any of our characters. We could check out those Steam games. That, (laughs) for one, or just play Conan. Oh, is that a thing in Conan? And you can just run around naked. Oh, okay. Okay. Got to show it off. Turn off those filters on Steam, everybody. Yeah. You'll see some interesting ones. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I never... I, I think right now I'm just in a hiatus on open-worlders. Yeah. I, I, One thing I noticed, because I'm a big I'm a big reader, and there's certain times where you can try and read a book, and it just doesn't go well with you, and you need to put it aside, and then you come back to it like yeah. two months later, you're just in the right place mentally. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what all three of us are having with open-world games at this time this time because yeah. it, the market's been so flooded with them for so so long yeah and i mean it, it comes back to a little bit of what i was saying where uh not while we're live mind you uh but uh just everything's kind of blending together yeah, yeah. i mean indie games are awesome mm-hmm. but like mostly open worlders it's even red dead like you're riding the horse and i'm like this is yeah a lot like gta 5 yeah. <laughs> it's GTA 5 uh, and I'm sure horses. there are people like saying like no you're a fucking idiot what are you talking about but like honestly it's not that different no, no. like the um, I I think the ghost, okay so Ghost of Tsushima was probably like the one open world game that I was like this this is the shit this is amazing yeah Um, and it still is go play it it's great Uh, but like like uh, a couple weeks back I bought the new Saints Row and it's just meh Sure. Like you're just yeah. going through the motions and it's just yeah. meh. Well, know? I think with Ghost of Tsushima is because it's just a different setting than anything else that's on the market right now. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Like like somebody, uh, one uh, 
I heard a term somebody said, if you had a, somebody could have called this Assassin's Creed Japan, or if somebody was shown Ghost of Tsushima without telling them what the name of it was, they would have instantly thought it was Assassin's Creed in Japan. Well, yeah, but it's still in Japan. It's a different yeah, setting. But it's it's a good setting. It's a good yeah. game. It's a great story. And the gameplay is tight. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a yeah, I think, amazing game. It's I so think good. having the different types of the poses or the, the stances, is that what they were called? Yeah, there was yeah, each yeah. stance. There was four stances and each one uh would combat against a specific uh, enemy arc. So yeah. like a sword and shield guy, you'd use one stance. And if you were fighting a, a pikeman, it'd be like a different stance. And, you know, a big brute would be another. So sure. I think that's an interesting approach to to combat, which we don't see very often in a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's part of it is any game. When, and in fairness, this is partly as soon as you introduce guns in a game, uh, except if you're World of Warcraft and you just like make daggers and stuff invincible. Um, but like as soon as you implement guns in a game, you've eliminated all other forms of combat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think winding that back in time so that you don't have guns as an option mm -hmm. or that they're like blunderbuss style guns. Yeah. They're crap. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, solves that to so some. Mm -hmm. You you can yeah. play with combat instead of just being. Who has the biggest gun? Yeah. 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 Uh, so. And speaking of winding back, uh -oh. let's wind back and continue our discussion here about uh, the Nintendo Direct. Well, hang on, because I actually have something that will bridge that gap beautifully. Ooh. Oh. Because you were just talking about how we, you might, you think we might all be burned out on open worlders. Yeah. I'm going to put that to the test. Oh. Because with, uh, I guess it's been out for a while, but I only just found out that Orcarina of Time is on Switch. And oh, it okay. is one of, if not my favorite game ever. Mm -hmm. So if I hate it, then open worlders, I'm truly burned, burned out. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a true open world game though. It's close enough. Linear it's open It's close world? enough. It's pretty open world. For, for its day, it was as open world as they get, bud. Can you, like, compared to what was even out at that time? Super Mario 64. Which is way less open. <clears throat> um... Like, I don't think there was anything that even approached an open world game at that point. Like, we're talking well before most of the GTAs. Hmm. You got to remember, we're talking like old school games mm -hmm. here. Yeah, but I still think like Ocarina of Time is very linear. Like you have a... Well, linear up to a point. Once you get out, like once you get through the, <laughs> the initial tree, uh, you can roam pretty much the whole world. There are some some blocks, but like you can go to a bunch of different places right off. You'll get killed, but oh, yeah, you can go yeah. a lot of places. <clears throat> it's pretty, I mean, it is linear to an extent, but it's, mm. uh, for its time, it was very open world. Maybe I'm just remembering it. Fucking, uh, I'm remembering, not remembering it as well. Could be. Um, I just remember it being a very linear experience. Well, the, the main storyline is. Yeah. The main storyline is like straight as narrow, but like yeah. you can totally go right from the beginning. You can go and see all kinds of weird stuff mm -hmm. and get murdered immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Zelda, uh, Nintendo Direct, they finally announced the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yep. Uh, called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Which uh, I will which, not be playing. No, neither will I. It's coming out in May 2023. And I stand firmly stand by my original opinion that Breath of the Wild is one of the worst Zelda games I've ever played. I didn't hate it, but I hated it. I, um, it didn't feel like a Zelda game to me. Here's and, looking at me right now. 
Well, I thought I'd, uh, if you well, had actually, an opinion, the last time we to. had this discussion, Sarah wasn't really here. This was just a discussion that me and you had with so, the uh, Twitch chat from another life. I uh, it's true. <laughs> uh, so I have a I've spent a little bit of time thinking about this. Not a lot. Yeah. I think the reason that I hated Zelda: The Breath of the Wild is because it blew its load way too early. That starting island, when you hang glide Mm -hmm. off of it, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the greatest fucking game that's ever been made. And that was it. After that, I was like, oh, oh, that was just a warp. That wasn't even like, that was literally just a warp. Mm -hmm. You could have just transported me and it would have made no difference. That demoralized me so badly from the game that I Mm. honestly almost stopped playing. And I never recovered from that. I never recovered from that disappointment. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so pumped. Unbelievably pumped. And then immediately vanished as soon as I realized that that was a one-off. I, and again, we talked about this before, but I hated the fact. Now, it looked good and it sounded great. It, 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 you know, all that. I mean, it was a Zelda game. It was a Zelda game, yeah. But breakable weapons can kiss my ass. Oh, my God. Fuck those. Like any fucking game that has breakable weapons in it, piss off. I hated it. I hated it in Oblivion. I'm glad they got rid of it in Skyrim. Yep. But like just the and the fact that the weapons you had break so like they broke so quickly. That's the problem. Like breakable weapons, like World of Warcraft does breakable weapons. Yeah. But it's not something that gets in your face as a general rule. No. Because by and large, when you die, it matters. If you're not dying, repair it once a week and you're good. Exactly. Yep. Which is far more sensible than... uh, Now, don't get me wrong. If we're talking about realistic combat, yes, you're going to have to like resharpen your blades and stuff after two seconds of combat and everything Mm -hmm. else. But it's a game. Yeah, like it's a they, Zelda game. Zelda, yeah. <laughs> those those weapons broke so GD fast. Yeah. Yep, yep. Unreal. I hated that mechanic. Yeah, yeah. But was... I would have forgiven it if there were cool like if it I... was a fucking Zelda game. Yeah. Like, wow. So, and, and again, this is my other beef with it is you only had four dungeons, like big dungeons that you went to, and they weren't really even dungeons. They were like there was really there was no clever puzzle solving or and there was you know what i mean like it was it was they were so fucking bare bones and then all of those little temples that you went to to increase your life or to increase sure. your magic like i uh, uh i, just, I don't think i hated that at all i actually liked the fact that in breath of the wild if you wanted to you could go straight from the starter island and fight the end guy mm-hmm. no 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 and like i'm not like whatever like it was one of the it was a game where you could play it how you want it right yeah. i'm just saying that zelda games for me anyway the the big the biggest part of a zelda game is going through a kick-ass dungeon that has clever puzzles uh you know memorable like boss fights or mini boss fights encounters an item that you get in it like i remember in a, a yeah super- but it had most of those yeah you just didn't like them because they were too short or? Yeah. They didn't uh. feel like, they didn't f- feel like they were fleshed out because, because of the open world. 
I think a lot of the it, well, they definitely split up the puzzle solving. Oh yeah, to make it more optional because a lot of people wanted it to be more optional. Yeah, and I hated that too. That the freaking puzzle. Oh song, yeah, yeah, that was annoying with the stuff. I hated that too. Yeah, that's very polarizing <laughs> because some people just don't mind it. I don't think anyone likes it. I think there's people that don't mind it and mm-hmm. people that hate it, yeah. <laughs> which is not a good place to be for no. puzzle yeah. solving. Um, um, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that at all about Breath of the Wild because I thought the mechanized creatures was a really cool element. I thought they were neat. Um, The fact that they moved around was cool. Mm -hmm. Like the the temples moved. Uh, And the fact that they were optional, I liked. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were short, but I kind of liked that because it kind of democratized whether that's the wrong word, but we'll go with it. Uh, whether or not you wanted to take part in the puzzles. Like yeah. with the old ones, to your point about like Orcarina being linear, it was like you have to go and do this exact thing. So like if you're playing it through again and you don't like the water temple, for Ooh. instance, well, too, too fucking bad. Because yeah. if you want to play the game, you're going through the water temple. With Breath of Wild, you can be like, cool, I beat it. I'm going to try a different strategy or a different gameplay or I want to do a challenge run or something. Mm-hmm. And you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think they did a really good job on that. Now, at the same time, they did that at the expense of there weren't the, you know, magnum opus temples sort of thing. Where it was all it was, the tropes and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I think the tropes were there. I think you're being a little hard on it for that. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't as prevalent. I'm old. I You're crotchety. So, so basically <laughs> what you're saying, it sounds like me, though, to me, though, you could have slapped any title on there. And it still would have worked. I think it is just it did so well because it had the Legend of Zelda title on there. Uh, maybe. That's um, what I'm actually curious about that myself. If this if Breath of the Wild was just called Breath of the Wild and it didn't have the Zelda tag on it. I don't know, because I can't actually think uh, in the in the history of Zelda games. Uh, I'm sort of mentally comparing Breath of the Wild, and I don't think it was that much of a departure. No? I don't think so. I mean, the original Zelda games Mm -hmm. didn't, like, the temples weren't that huge. Uh, They were pretty decent in, like, Twilight Princess and... Yeah, but that's not original. That's, like... That's oh, the pretty late. Ones? Yeah, the, like I'm talking like if you if you go with like all of the Zelda games, including like the NES stuff, uh, like yeah, Twilight Prince, Princess and Majora's Mask had like big temples, but they're the only two that I can think of that had like really big temples. Wind Waker has some decent ones as well. Fair, um, fair, and the Super Nintendo uh, Link yeah, to the Past. It wasn't that big, not really. It was it was more like uh, Breath of the Wild, where there was a whole bunch of stuff that you could do, mm-hmm. and the temples were there, but you didn't like they didn't take that long, at least not from my recollection. <laughs> Except when you got to that. tell us in the comments how wrong we are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, because um, uh, we're working from memory here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I don't uh, I don't think it was that far off from a Zelda game. Yeah. Um, now with that said, I also uh, agree that anything you put the Zelda name on is going to do well. Yeah. Uh, they could literally release a lawnmower lawn care simulator with Zelda pushing the lawnmower and people would buy it. I mean, you hack down bushes and Nintendo. Zelda. If, if <laughs> you, you, if you build hey, that, I want to hey, cut. That is in Breath of the Wild. 
That's true. You're absolutely <laughs> yes, right. It that is. is in Breath of the Wild because I do know I spent like half an hour cutting a lawn once because yeah. I. Ate. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It is. Yeah. So, uh, did anybody ever play Pikmin? No. No. Okay. No. Well, they announced Pikmin fours coming out uh, next year. Is that that yeah. one where it looked like where you have like a bunch of little things uh, with you're the an astronaut sticks? and you have a bunch? Yeah. Yeah, and they help you basically yeah. get out and whatever. Leafhead guys or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I never played that. No. Okay. Um, Octopath Octopath Traveler Two is uh, was also announced. I played the first one, and that one is definitely for people that enjoyed Final Fantasy Three growing up or two, uh, four and six, or like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, it's actually, I old, did. It's an old school, uh, like a two D uh, RPG. The first one's really, really good. You it's get like eight beautiful. different. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. The soundtrack was amazing. The you had eight different playable characters. Here's the problem though, because if I remember correctly, uh Super Mario RPG is also available on the Switch. And mm, if you've got Super Mario RPG, I think it is. If not, Nintendo, come on. Uh and if you've got that, why would you play anything else? Except possibly Pilot Wings. So Chrono Trigger. Uh, I have no opinions on games. Uh, <laughs> none of them are strong, I should say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Octopath Traveler two. I'm looking forward to that one. I really. I'll check I, it out because yeah. I, I love the first. To... I have the first one for Switch. So if you want to play, okay. it, I can yeah. easily lend it to you. It's right. I started playing it too at a Game Hole Con last yeah. year, and yeah, it was, okay. it was good. yeah. I mean, I love FF three slash six. So great little game. Uh, also, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports Golf. Arrives this holiday season. Yeah, but it's not Mario Golf, so no, who cares? Yeah, Mario Golf's the shit. <laughs> Love our Mario Golf. But yeah, for if you got uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, that comes out. Uh, they announced the third wave of uh, DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. There's another game that... Yeah, they but, announced all kinds of yeah, stuff. Lots yeah, lots of other stuff. So. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think the one that probably caught my eye the biggest was the GoldenEye. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fact that they're bringing back Goldeneye and that it's going to be online multiplayer because you can get it on other systems too. Mm-hmm. They're releasing it like everywhere. Xbox, I think. Um, but uh, the only one that will do the online multiplayer is the Switch. Yeah, which is an interesting choice. Not surprising because uh, like they control their servers, so mm-hmm. it's easy enough for them to do multiplayer within their own ecosystem. It's harder to do it elsewhere, I assume. Yeah, I, but Nintendo doesn't do multiplayer very well. No, well, they don't do it very much, I think yeah. is the the real thing. Although there's Fay Farm, which was announced that you sounded interested in. Yes. Uh, we might check it out. It's um, I don't know a lot about it, except that it's a new Switch game coming out. Looks a little bit like multiplayer Stardew Valley mm-hmm. in that sort of neck of the woods. It's yeah. Same sort of like farming game sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I would check it out. Maybe you and I can play it because yep. Chad probably won't want to. Nope. <laughs> oh, you're boring. Yep. You could just trample over all of our crops. Well, oh, I'd be like the, uh, I'd be the mad cow. You can, you no, go. you can play lawnmower, sim- lawn Ooh. care simulator while we're playing fire. That's an uh, interesting, it's stupid. It's not interesting, but that's a, that's an idea for a, like a multiplayer versus game. One of you is trying to build a farm. The other is just trying to destroy it with a lawnmower. <laughs> you got to like put up like bollards and stuff to try and prevent the cro- you. From- the crotchety old neighbor that thinks you're impeding over the property. That's line. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, definitely me then. Uh, that would be such a stupid game and I would play it. Yeah. Um, or you could just make it. Oh, I don't have time for that. I am making some progress on the, uh, the incremental that I'm building. Though. Oh, good. A little bit of progress. Uh, I wrote some of the uh, code gen stuff so that I can quickly add new. Because 
for anyone who knows anything about development uh, with incrementals, it's basically here's a resource. It grows at this rate. Here's another resource. It grows at this rate. Here's yeah. another. So like basically I'm right. I wrote the code that I can easily add new resources mm-hmm. and and modify how quickly they grow and how they interact with other things and everything. So um, I've got I think I've got the cellular phase of that game uh, probably about 50 percent done. Nice. And then I'll move on to the multicellular phase. Ooh. Yeah. And then years from now, I'll be on to the actual final stage of the game. I am not spending a lot of time on it, <laughs> but uh, but I am working on it. And that's about as much time as I have for game dev. So cool. speaking of game dev, it's not speaking of game dev at all, but uh, Starlight Bundle. We should give that a real quick shout out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you're into Star Wars games specifically, although there are other space related games, ooh. including some Lego stuff. Yeah. Uh, Lego Star Yes. Humble Bundle has a Starlight Bundle right now. Yeah, it's a uh, pinball. It's uh, to support the uh, Starlight Children's Foundation. Um, the uh, it's they're on a. This is quoting the webpage here. Uh, help humble Humble Bundle support Starlight Children's Foundation's quest to deliver happiness to seriously ill kids and their families with this bundle of games featuring the worlds of Disney. Uh, there's 17 titles on here. Um, a lot of these games are really really good. So yeah, they look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, bottom line, if you're into Star Wars games, it's got a lot of them because Disney now owns everything. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if you like oh, helping. Shit, wait, they own Dice to Pixels now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. I wonder <laughs> what we got paid for it. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this soggy bag. <laughs> uh, if you like helping out sick children uh, or if you hate children, but like games, either way, it has something for you. Yeah. Yep. I'm yeah. the best salesman. You are, definitely. Um, I have written here, Tokyo Game Show is going on as if anyone cares what Japan has to say about gaming. Because <laughs> Japan has never done anything with gaming. Nope, never. No, never. Isn't that yeah. right? Nintendo. No. Yep. Sony. <laughs> and Sony. Yeah. And every game development every. firm in the world. <laughs> except, for, except for Xbox. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And even then, I suspect that at least some of their stuff is done in Japan yeah. because, let's face it, Japan is pretty much the video game capital of the world. I guess one thing yeah. they did announce... Uh, that might not be true, but it certainly mm-hmm. was at one point in time. Uh, one thing that was announced that uh, this might interest some people who are fans of the uh, Suikoden series. They announced uh, remasters of Suikoden 1 and 2 that's going to be coming to consoles and PC next year. Yeah. So do, I know Suikoden was like one of those titles. I know my brother played the hell out of it. And I know a lot of people uh, really liked it where you had like a huge amount of uh, players or characters that you could collect and do like turn based battles and stuff. I never played it, but. I was just uh, checking out. So it's it's running from uh, it re- started Thursday and it's going until Sunday. Yeah. Wraps up just in time for Talk Like a Pirate Day. Our METR, we can't wait for In case oh, you're yes. into that, I'm sure there will be a Steam sale probably. Probably. Pirate games. Yarr. I won't buy any of them. Do I like any pirate games? I don't think so. Are we can get Sea of Thieves, yarr. Sarah, do you, <laughs> you're the master of what games I like. Apparently. <laughs> uh, I have Pirate Flux. That's about the only pirate game I have, mm-hmm. I think. Although, Skies I think I have... of Arcadia. I remember that's a pirate game. I played that one. Yeah, I, I don't have best. that. Uh, sea of Thieves is... Uh, I think. Oh, it's I have Sunless on. Sea, which is pirate-ish. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Sure, yeah. 
I probably won't play any games no. for Pirate Day. Monkey I don't Island? Care about. Oh yeah, Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, I've never got into Monkey Island. Yeah, I don't think I'm a point and click person. I don't think I am. Not in terms of gaming. Uh, you point and click on other stuff. Uh, websites, especially yep. yes. Yeah. Uh, and all those <laughs> Steam games on the uh, on the unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so so the reason I keep joking about this, I've been going through every day, literally every day, and going through the Steam new releases, uh, unfiltered, just every new release game on Steam, just because I want to keep apprised of anything that's coming out that especially indie games that I think are cool, so that I can give them a shout out in case anyone wants to check them. Cause I mean, like Morris Cave, for instance, is a 97 yeah. cent game. So those are the games that I can recommend without feeling bad about telling people to spend money. Mm-hmm. But as a result of that, I see Every single one of these like girlfriend simulators and everything else, which is fine. No, no Mm -hmm. judgment. We're actually, we were talking about uh, doing a review of one of those games because none of us have tried them. We have no idea what they are. Mm. Um, But uh, the the sheer volume of them is shocking. (laughs) And the thing that shocks me the most is uh, I always remembered Nintendo being such a family friendly, uh, a family friend, family friendly platform. And when you go on their, when you go oh, on the yeah. 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 Search, in so, their store, so many. Yeah. holy crap. Well, so, so we were talking about <laughs> it and, and we're, we're not going to talk about this too much because no. we actually do want to do a special video or something talking mm-hmm. about these games a little bit once we've taken a chance to look at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that part of the, the reason for these games being so plentiful, I think they're working around some censorship or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's some rules around pornography that they're, uh, if it's a game, it doesn't count sort of mm-hmm. thing. I, and I have no reason to say that other than the fact that it would be weird that there are like five new ones a day yeah. coming out on steam yeah. unless there was something else going on. Well, <laughs> when, whenever we do that, that video, we will probably we'll, do some research. We'll into dive the background into and do that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, it'll be more than just a single review. Be, yeah, and it won't be a uh, off the cuff random ass guest by me. We'll actually, <laughs> we'll actually do a little bit of research. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you talked about Metal Hellslinger. Oh, you love it. Oh man. Okay, so we talked about this uh, during our, I believe, our game. No, our Steam Next Fest video. Yeah. Uh, we brought up this game called Metal Hellsinger, and it just released on Thursday, uh, September fifteenth. It's uh, developed by the Outsiders. It's a first person shooter where you play as a demon that's been uh, basically imprisoned by the devil, but you manage to be, you're broken free from somebody. Uh, the narrator of the game is Troy Baker, who uh, he played Joel in uh, The Last of Us, and he's done countless, countless, countless voices for other games and sure. stuff. He's great. Um, so he narrates the game, and you have, you start off with a sword, and then you eventually get like a skull that shoots like fireballs. Mm hmm. But the whole time you're there's this really awesome like soundtrack, metal soundtrack, soundtrack going yeah. on. And you'll this see is, these, this is the one that you have to attack to attack the sound yeah. The beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll see like little lines going over your reticle to the beat of the song and everything you're like <laughs> And as your multiplier grows, more of the song starts to be heard. So like you'll start hearing like some rhythm guitar tracks and some then you'll start hearing lead guitar tracks. And when you get up to a 16 multiplier, that's when you hear the singer sing. Yeah. And mm. the game gets nuts and you you get these ultimate attacks that are crazy. It's so freaking fun. That's and cool. as you yeah. as you get going through it, I haven't gotten very far. It's uh it's also kind of roguelike where you have 
um, a certain amount of revives. Sure. Um, and you basically try to get as far as you can. And as you unlock new weapons, uh, they're unlocked permanently. So I was going to say, I've been playing a lot of vampire survivors. So yeah, I am familiar with yeah. this. <laughs> so this, and it's so fun. Like when, when you get that 16 time multiplayer and that music starts rocking, you get so into it and just trying to fire to the beat is like, oh man, it's such a I'm fun gonna game. I'm going to have to check this out. It you've been, such you've a been fun game. raving about it. I'm going to have to check it oh, out. Dude, it's, I've been looking forward to this one. It's an, And again, going back to what we were saying about like indie games, this is yet again, another indie game that's just doing something not really uh, kind of out there. Like it's not a crazy, because again, there was a, there was a game last year that came out called BPM. Yeah. That did. This yeah, kind yeah. Of, it's it's not completely novel. They're just yeah. doing a good job of but it. But it's yeah, it looks great. It's so fun. Metal Hell Singer, get it on your platform of choice right now. It's freaking amazing. Well, you heard him. Yeah. If you don't get it, here's the deal. You can either go and get that game or you can tell eight friends to subscribe to our channel. Yes. That too. Or you can do both. You can do both. Please That's do also it. an option. Yes. Uh so uh, one other little bit of news. Do, do either of you have anything else? Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I think I'll take us out on two really? two little notes. There was no Sarah's Corner this week. Sarah doesn't have anything. I read books uh, last well, week. Well, what book did you read? Books. Um, I, uh, hang on. How many books did you read in a week? Well, I, I finished one book and I'm like over halfway through a novella oh, okay. right now. Okay. Yes. I was going to say the way you, it's like, I read seven books this week. Well, I also <laughs> read part of another, a third book too, that I've been okay. working on for right. a while. What What's the novella? Uh, the novella is called Nothing But Black Teeth. Blackened right. Teeth. All right. Well, buy that it's novella good. too. Also, the one I finished is called The Maid and it was fantastic. Hashtag not sponsored. Buy yeah. either of those. Yeah. Or Monster. Yet. Or um, Humble Bundle. <laughs> or Humble Bundle. Yet. Uh, so, so two things that I thought I'd uh, call out. One is one is just strictly out there. I happen to watch a YouTube video. But the first one is, uh, real quick, Ethereum did, the uh, cryptocurrency did their merge, which means that GPU mining is no longer effective, which means that uh, all of the Ethereum miners are uh, going to presumably stop GPU mining. Now, that means two things. Uh, and this is why I'm bringing it up. Number one, presumably GPUs will be slightly more available, although they were already getting fairly reasonably. Number two, if you suddenly see cheap graphics cards that are used, buyer beware, they might've been used in cryptocurrency and they might've been running at 95% of their capacity for months at a time. So keep your eye out. There's probably gonna be a flood of used graphics cards and mm. do be a little bit wary because they may be on their last legs. Yeah. So uh, just a heads up for anyone who wasn't aware of the, the knock-on effect there. And then the other thing is we were talking about ASMR later and uh, Joe Scott on YouTube just, uh, I don't know why I said on YouTube. This is this is on YouTube. So anyways, Joe Scott's channel, he just re uh, released a video about ASMR and whether it's bullshit. Uh, short answer, no, there is there is an actual thing that's been studied. Uh, but uh, I didn't, full disclosure, obviously I've heard about ASMR and I know roughly sort of what it is, but I didn't realize that it was actually based on a technical term which now I should tell you what the technical term is, yes. but I don't actually remember what oh it was. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> to the Google. <laughs> yeah, you looked that up, but it was a cool video. If you're if you're at all curious about the actual, um, it's, it's Autonomous a very- Autonomous Sensory Meridian, Meridian Response. response. That's yeah. the one. Yep. 
Um, I I finally had that response to a video this week on yeah. Instagram. It's someone that I follow normally and I don't normally have any sound on with their videos. And they're literally taking pigments and just making watercolor paints with it. Okay. And he um mix it, mixes it with his binder and then he uses like a glass on glass thing to mix it together. And the the grittiness of it just gave me that weird response. Did not enjoy it. Uh, do not like that no, no, feeling there, that's there's the opposite effect which is also has a name but i can't remember what it is either that's what you felt oh. the asmr is specifically a positive response okay because visually i really really enjoy it because yeah. it looks really nice but Ooh, yeah, no, the, like the nails on a chalkboard reaction. Oh. That's the opposite of ASMR. Mm. And there is a name for that as well, um, <sighs> which also I don't remember. Go watch the video. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a cool little, I don't know, 10 minute video or something. Yeah. Uh, I was just bored and Joe Scott comes up on my recommendations every now and then. So I gave it a watch. Yeah, I like uh, I, I mentioned this before, but I like watching uh, videos where um toy reviewers uh transform like a transformer yeah. there's something about just the sound like the snapping clicking yeah. sound of like a transformer just going from car to robot or robot to car or whatever i don't know why i love it it's it's such a fucking relaxing sound and uh, probably part of the reason why i play with a lot of transformers <laughs> yeah well they they were saying in the video uh that one of the sort of theories behind asmr because there's there's different things there's mm -hmm. like an actual mri response that they have measured oh that's but cool. then there's also things where it's like sometimes we're pretty sure it's just people like being reminded of their childhood mm -hmm. yeah which in that case pretty much guaranteed is what's going on so mm -hmm. yeah anyways if you want to go and watch the video still after i've pretty much told you what it's all about uh i recommend it it was it was cool it's a good way to burn nine minutes oh yeah and I think with that, we'll uh, we'll probably call it a, a day here. Or a night. A night, yeah. Well, for you, it's a day. For us, it's a night. Unless you're watching this at night or in a different hemisphere, in which case, it's whatever you want it to be. Happy tomorrow. Happy tomorrow from yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, it makes sense, don't it? It does. It does. Just cracking my brain around it. Uh, Speaking tell of brains, Sarah, oh. take us home. Put her on the spot. Man. <laughs> all right, I'll do it. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, like, subscribe, all those things. Uh, actually, one more real quick thing. Tell three friends, but that's not the quick thing. Uh, this is the first week. I'm sure if you've got to here, you've already noticed it. I am going to also split this out and put a couple of clips on the channel. If you have watched this video, don't bother watching those because they are just small snippets of this video. Yep. And that Those are is things thing. you can share with your friends, though. Yes. If we are talking about something specific that you find interesting or your friends would find interesting, they are much more shareable and short videos. So we're going to try and do a little bit more of that moving mm -hmm. forward. Like Metal Hellsinger. Sure. Maybe. Chad's obsessed. Tell three friends we love you so much. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>